Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. It's emerged that many workers are facing problems relating to getting a vaccine. Reports from employees have seen some workers been docked time for attending the vaccine appointments. Others are not allowed to return to the office until they've had the jab. To tell us a little bit more about this, we have Kevin Callan of the Employment Consultancy Man- Manager at the Global Employment Law Consultancy Peninsula. Good morning to you, Kevin. How are you? Good morning. Thanks for having me on the show. Uh, thank you for joining us. Um, Kevin, is it legal for employers to dock their workers' hours for going to get a vaccine? I suppose this is the, the biggest query we have in the last few weeks. It, it, it's quite complicated. What I would say here is, there's first of all, there's no obligation on an employer to pay people for time off to receive the vaccination. Um, we would suggest people, if in a position to do so, would pay employees for the time off whilst they're doing this. But currently in legislation, there's actually no obligation to pay somebody for the time they're off. In terms of deducting people pay, um, you would be looking there at what would be called an unlawful deduction for non-payment of wages. But what is very important here is that the, the work safety protocol sets out that the vaccine rollout is currently a matter for public health and not for the employer. But unfortunately, it is a case for the employer and the employee because most of these appointments are taking place during working hours when people need to go and get vaccinated. Yeah, I mean, it's a tough one. And it seems bizarre to me that any employer would try and put an obstacle in a a staff member's way to stop them getting vaccinated when the employer benefits if their workforce are vaccinated. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. And what we would say is that in some cases, people may have to try to reschedule a vaccination appointment. Now, that be, could be that they're self-employed or if they're employed, there's a certain project that they need to be involved in. But if you try to reschedule one of these appointments, usually they could be rescheduled back to within the working day again. So it, it's good practice, we would suggest, to make sure that people have the time to go to get vaccinated when they get their appointment to not be looking to reschedule it. And if in a position the employer should not, certainly be deducting anybody pay for the time that they take to go to get a vaccination. If they do do that, right, if they Mm -hmm. deduct the pay or if they insist that the hours are worked back, which is another thing, um, does an employee have any rights? Can they challenge it? Oh, absolutely. A a claim under payment of wages could come uh, from such such an act. In terms of whether or not that would be successful, the chances are it may not be successful in the circumstances. What a lot of employers are doing at the minute is they're taking out the contracts and the employee handbooks that they have in operation at the minute. Now, obviously, if you're in the health sector, they'll be very specific around vaccinations, which may be required as part of your work. But what a lot of employers are looking at now is, is there anything down on paper to I suppose, deal with people who have to go for medical appointments. The older procedure that would be there in many, many handbooks would be, let's say, medical or dental appointments, that there is a provision there that if people need to take such appointments and that they do them outside working hours, that's not an option here. If an appointment is scheduled for during the day and the working day, it must be taken. But again, it would come back then to the, the manager or the director of the company to clear that person's leave for that time. So if such a claim were to come up, it would be... I, I suppose, difficult for the employee to win that claim. Um, and that's why we would be suggesting if a company's in a position to pay, 
pay and make the time available for the person to to go and get vaccinated. From from a safety point of view, it's key, and also from a business point of view, it means that people are encouraged to go and take part in the vaccination program. Yeah, but if if they're perfectly within their rights to not pay a staff member or to insist on time worked back in lieu of it. You know and I know that there are plenty of employers who are going to take that route. Oh, absolutely. And I've no doubt that we're going to see in in the weeks and months ahead a raft of claims in terms of payment of wages. There's no doubt that that is going to happen. What it comes back to here, I suppose, is the relationship between the employer and the employees within that company or that organisation and how this has been explained to them in advance what facility is there for them to go and get vaccinated, that people are clear. It really shouldn't be coming up that people are finding out at a later date that they're possibly being penalised in terms of their pay or that something has happened in that regard. So it should be clearly communicated out to everybody in the company. Everybody's known about this. We've all known about the vaccination programme for some time. So there really should be no need for people to be confused about it at this time. And if somebody is not happy with something that's happened internally around being given time to go for a vaccine or in terms of their pay, uh, that should be something that can be raised internally with the manager or director of the company to, to deal with that as well. Yeah, I mean, sometimes these conversations can be very anti-employer, but at the same time, you know, employers are under an awful lot of pressure and there are rogue employees in lots of organisations as well that will use this as an opportunity to maybe take, you know, more time than is necessary and you can understand employers trying to guard against that as well. Well, there's no doubt. And it, it's not just the vaccination. It's also people who possibly had a vaccination appointment at half nine on a Friday morning who then say that they, they don't feel well after the appointment and they can't come into work for the day. Now, I'm sure there are genuine cases of that, but there are also cases which may not be genuine, but that's where the employer has lost somebody for an entire day. Um, and, you know, that, that is difficult as well. And as you say, for employers are currently under ferocious pressure in particular in certain sectors. It's the last thing that they need to try to deal with. We find that most employers are trying to get staff access to the vaccination appointment as quickly as possible and to have some system internally to tick the box that they can say, we know certain people have been vaccinated and the place is becoming safer to work in because of that. So a lot of employers are trying to work around this. I suppose the work safety protocol, saying that this is a public health matter and not a matter for employers, I, I don't think that is, is the case at all. I think, crucially, employers and the workplace are key to the vaccination programme and people, I suppose, becoming safer in the workplace. What about the opposite problem, where employers are insisting their staff get vaccinated and staff may not want to? OK, that's one of the most common questions we have at the minute. I suppose if you're not in the social care sector, um, you cannot... Um, require people to be vaccinated. So it is something that comes up quite a bit. We call it vaccine surveillance so that you can tell if your staff are vaccinated or not vaccinated. But we have had quite a substantial number of employers contact us to say that employees have said they will not be getting uh, the vaccination. And that that is also complicated um, for a number of reasons because at the minute being vaccinated, it's a matter of individual choice. Um, In terms of contracts, as I say, unless you're in social care, pretty unlikely you're going to have anything there requiring somebody to be vaccinated. But in terms of health and safety, there is no legislative statutory provision in Ireland to require somebody to get this vaccination. So the law does not require you to have it. And as a result, employers are having to deal with employees who say, I don't want to be vaccinated.
and they have no you know there's nothing that protects the employer in that circumstance they i mean if they let a uh, uh, tell somebody that they they can't come back to work or they let them go they will absolutely lose in a tribunal wouldn't they because if the legislation isn't there yeah and you see the difficult thing here is there was a, a case back in the supreme court in 1996 and the, the the decision stated that in the case of contagious diseases and the claims of the common good might well justify restrictions on the exercise of a constitutionally protected right to refuse medical treatment. There was a case in 2001 as well. The government haven't taken any steps in terms of making this uh, the, the legal position that you must take a vaccine. And where, this, where people are resisting it, you have to be very, very careful as an employer that you're not discriminating against somebody. There could be issues here around religious beliefs, cultural, personal objections, um, you know, in terms of side effects. It, it does come up quite a bit. So what you would have to look at there is increasing control measures on site around social distancing. Um, you'd also have to have maybe a weekly testing regime. But again, we've seen some employers meet resistance from staff who even refuse to be COVID tested whilst they're in work. So... In, in many cases, employers have been brought to a position where they have no other option on health and safety other than to possibly have somebody step aside from work for a while until they can come up with a solution because they have to protect that employee, other employees and members of the public as well. So it's very, very complicated at the minute. It is for sure. And throw into the mix all of that GDPR. That causes complications too. Well, GDPR is is very substantial in terms of this, in terms of recording the vaccination in terms of having a record of what has happened on site. It's coming up quite a lot in terms of uh, subject data requests. So again, what I would say with GDPR, with COVID, the pandemic has changed, I suppose, the priority of rights and entitlements to a certain extent. So in terms of keeping records, call logs, trace logs, you see this in the hospitality sector now where businesses are reopening and they're required to keep a, a log in terms of uh, details of who was on site and then a separate log with the contact details. There's so much changing at such a rate. It's crucial that employers take a little bit of time and actually sit down and look at what their staff-related procedures are in terms of the vaccination, COVID testing on site, GDPR, and make sure that they're updated in line with the, the work safety protocol and all of the different directives which are coming out from central government. Okay, um, Mike has been in touch with us and he wants to know, he says his employer won't bring him back on site to work because he doesn't want to get the vaccine. Is the employer yep. entitled to do that? It, it depends on the sector. So if, as I say, if it's in social care, that's one area where potentially the employer has the right to say you must be vaccinated in terms of protecting the people you're caring for. If it's in another sector, it's going to come back to health and safety considerations. What I would say to Michael there is it's a case of what's in the employee handbook. If the employer has issued out any COVID-related policies since the pandemic started to review those as well. But what I would say to any employee is if something like that has arisen, just go back to the employer and have a conversation. Because in many cases, a conversation with the employer clears the air and maybe the employer is not aware of exactly where the employee is coming from or potentially that other employees feel the same way. So it is a really good idea for the employee to speak to the employer and raise that concern. But unless it's social care, um, I would imagine there's not a provision there to do that. Okay. All right. Very interesting. Um, thank you very much for that. That's Kevin Callan uh, of em the Employment Consultancy Manager 
of the Global Employment Law Consultancy Peninsula. Thanks for joining us on Limerick Today this Thank morning. You. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more.